Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Gary Owen with the Get Some Podcast. Uh, now, July 31st, this Friday, uh, there's a movie coming out called Tijuana Jackson. And I was lucky enough to land the lead of the movie, Tijuana Jackson. He is my guest this week on the Get Some Podcast. Tijuana, how are you, buddy? Hey, man, uh, things is good. I appreciate you, Mr. Owens. Uh, you know it's what I'm a, saying? Me? No, it's... Um, it's Owen, it's no S. Yeah. Owen. Um, my, uh, my bad, my bad. I got you, I got you. It's a real pleasure to be here, you know what I'm saying, to, have, to, to work my way up. I believe I've actually worked with you before. And um, congratulations on, on all the black success that you've achieved over I mean, the last few years. I mean, and when I say that, I'm talking about you, even your daughter going to HBCU, you know, I mean, that, that, that's a big deal for a white man. Hurt me? Doesn't happen yeah, often. She's, she's going to North Carolina A&T University. We're excited. I'm happy for a nigga. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, now, you have the title, <clears throat> excuse me, terrible time to cough in these days and ages. Uh, you have the title Life Coach, correct? Facts. Did you go to school for that or college or how does somebody become a life coach? Do you have a degree like? Well, look, I got a degree in life. You know, and, and for me, my whole philosophy around this thing is, you know, is that we have allowed ourselves to be conditioned by white qualification. No offense, no offense, you know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about all you white boys, but there's this thing called white qualifications where the whites have, have set these standards that we have to then live by in order to be considered qualified for, okay? And quite often these standards are, 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 are synonymous with debt. You heard me? Did you say dick or debt? This motherfucker, I'm... Debt, nigga, D, debt. You can't spell debt without E-B-T, nigga. Okay, debt, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure if you said dick or debt. I'm sorry. This nigga, look, look. Well, look I, I this thought you said white dick, and I thought, I thought that was odd. Yeah, okay, well, look, I, it is odd, okay? It is odd. Uh, one thing you ain't gonna never hear me talking about is white dick, okay? Um, <laughs> talk about my dick. But look, on, wow. on some real shit, Qualifying myself because of the life experiences I've had, it's not a, a lot of niggas that's been inside and outside the joint, you know what I'm saying, that have experienced the things that I've done to come out of jail, to come out of prison, to be in and out of I started from juvenile and to work my way up to have my own movie, as you know, which is, which is probably going to be a hit, okay, which is probably going to make millions. It's just not easy, you know? And so for me, what I'm trying to get across, the message I'm trying to get across to people is that we all got this one moment. Every last one of us have this one moment in our lives, and that one moment can sometimes define you and you not even be aware. You know what I'm saying? I remember my one moment like the shit happened yesterday. When I was 13 years old, my uncle, he tried to put his finger in my asshole while I was asleep, but I caught him. What? Took about seven hours of surgery to get my fucking foot out of his larynx. I fucked that nigga voice box up good, you heard me? To this day Your when uncle? that nigga talked. My uncle, Your nigga uncle? tried to put... Tried to put his finger oh. in my asshole while I sleep. Caught him though. And I used to sleep with my dress shoes on. Kicked that motherfucker in his larynx, fucked his voice box up good. I fucked it up good, nigga. To this day when that nigga talk, he sound like um uh what's the name of that nigga that used to uh do all the uh all, make all the hit songs back in the 90s? The dude used to Herbie wear the Hancock? afro. No, no, uh big strong nigga, man, he used to wear the afro. Big uh with the shades, um you know mm -hmm. all the 90s songs, man. Come on, uh, Macy Gray, he sound like that nigga. 
fucking And would you Macy believe? Macy Gray's a woman. That's a woman. Oh, shit. For real? Yeah, and it's not, that wasn't the 90s. That was like in the 2000s. Oh, hey, hey, you know what? How long you been Pro locked up, Tijuana? Props to a real broad. Look, I've been locked up long enough to know the difference between a man and a woman. I know that. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't know the difference between Macy Gray. Well, maybe you don't know the difference. No, no, Macy Gray's a woman. Okay, 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 Mr. Owens. It's your show. <laughs> Whatever you say, sir. Look, anyway, the point of the matter is, is that my movie, Tijuana Jackson, Purpose Over Prison, is exactly that, okay? It's a nigga pursuing his purpose on the largest level. Okay, I got a whole movie basically letting the world know that a real nigga has finally come to the table, is taking ownership of his shit. I actually own my shit. I'm not on the plantation like a rest like a bunch of these other motherfucking Hollywood stars. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sitting there telling everybody I'm some kind of guru. Hurt me. One thing I, I'm gonna tell you what I've learned. I've learned that when it's game time, nigga, the playing stops. And I'm here for real. You see all these motherfucking white supremacists out here. They out here trying to take a nigga. They trying to cut niggas. And, I, and, and no offense to, to, to your Aryan homies, I'm just saying that I'm out here. I don't, I don't here have any homies. Aryan homies. Okay, okay, Mr. Owens. Okay. So, um... I don't. Okay, no, I believe you. I believe you. I, I, I really can't, you know what I'm saying? I really can't judge you. I'm just saying, I'm just assuming you're probably privy to conversations that a brother like me will never hear. You know what I'm saying? Let's, I'll just put it like this. If you was locked up with me, we'd probably be on two different tiers. Okay, let me ask you this. Is it true, and I've, since this lockdown, I've watched a lot of um, prison shows, Lock Up Raw, you know, First 48, that type of shows. Mm -hmm. Is it true that when you go to prison, you have to hang out with your own race? You can't, I don't care who you hang out with outside of prison. Like, I know a lot of white guys, they hang with a lot of black dudes and things like that. But if you go to prison, you've got to hang out with your own race to survive. Is that correct? Prison? Nigga. High school. Nigga, I live in Broward County. Nigga, we, you, you have to hang out with your own. You can't even eat lunch with no white boys in Broward County, boy. Fuck around and get lynched in this motherfucker. Prison? <laughs> High school. Nigga, that, that, that's the unspoken laws. That's the unspoken laws. And so, you know, look, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. It's, it's a lot of niggas, okay? It's a lot of niggas in prison that do be mixing the shit up. You know what I'm saying? And so, for me, for me, it, 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 it really... It depends on the prison you at. If you in, say for instance, when I was in Nebraska Correctional, heard me? I was in Nebraska Correctional. What I found was it, it was a lot more co-mingling, you know what I'm saying, of the races. But then if you get locked up in something like Huntsville, okay, which I've, I've done a little time in Huntsville, in Texas, that shit was a little different. But they got a cool little film festival out there too, trying to get my shit in there right now. Tijuana Jackson, Purpose Over Prison. Hey, y'all want to be a part of the street team? Call a nigga, 954-228-8380. How do you keep getting locked up? Is it safe to say you're a bad criminal? Because you keep getting locked up in all these different prisons. No, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining how I see it. It's not that I get locked up. I get these minor infractions, okay? And what it is is you are under much more scrutiny, okay, once you have established a record. So once you've established a record and they regarded a felon, the, 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 the severity for your mistakes, the, 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 the severity of the consequences for your mistakes is just greater than, than anybody else. You wouldn't know nothing about that because you're a white boy. But what I'm saying is, is like, for instance, if I get like the, the, the typical pullover for me, 
Okay, the consequences of a typical pullover, and let's just say that I got pulled over because of expired tags, and you got pulled over for expired tags, okay? Uh, the likelihood of you and me getting the same sentence or even getting the same violation is, 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 is very unlikely, okay? And this goes beyond just race. It goes beyond the fact that I am now regarded a third-class citizen, okay, because of the fact that I have uh, a record. And so now I've learned that there's a, there's a method to, to the game. It's a class system. You know what I'm saying? If you want to live, if a nigga want to live free like Burger King tap water, you, you got to learn that system. You heard me? What does that mean? What does what mean? Burger King tap water. A nigga's free. It's for everybody. Oh. So, well, you can just say tap water. Nah, nah. Burger King tap water because don't nobody want that shit. Oh, Okay. Okay. My, my, my whole thing is, is that, and, and, and listen, I've learned a couple of things in, in this little lifetime, in this little journey, in making this documentary about my life. A couple of things that I learned, and I'm telling y'all right now, I want y'all motherfuckers to get the wax out because I'm finna spit the facts out and get your pocketbooks maxed out. Heard me? Listen to what the fuck I'm finna tell you, okay? Hear me out when I'm telling you this. Y'all gotta understand, you are the immaculate conception of your self-image, okay? You are the immaculate conception of your self-image. And I'm not talking about the self-image you portray on Instagram. I'm not talking about the, the self-image you put on Snake Book. I'm talking about the, the self-image, the voice that whispers to you when you lie down in bed by yourself and you finna go to sleep. The voice in your head that regrets the entanglements. That voice. That's the wow. real you. That's that. that that's a reflect. That's who. That's what you're really reflecting in your day to day life. Okay, it's called self fulfilling prophecies. So the, the the goal to achieve greater things is not to set different goals. No, it's to set different mindsets. You got to wipe the hard drive. You got to reprogram. You got to upgrade. Just like you do your computer. Hurt me? I'm lost. Can I can I can I tell you a quick story? You got a minute for a story? I, yeah. I don't want you to be. I'm. 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 I'm you say you lost. Like most white boys in America, but I'm finna, I'm finna put you up on some actual game. I want you to hear me out. Heard me? Okay. I remember they had this kid in juvie, right? His name was Twiggy. He got put off in there for some bullshit. They put the nigga off in there because the nigga was shoplifting. Little Mexican kid, good looking Mexican kid. Could have been a motherfucking model. Heard me? And this nigga was off in there and his parents didn't raise a finger to get him out. They left him in there. They figured he just needed to be in there. Okay, they figured it would toughen him up. They figured he was a little too soft. And this motherfucker wouldn't take showers. And I'd be like, Twiggy, why the fuck you ain't taking no shower, nigga? You smell like a fucking happy hobo. And he'd be like, man, I, listen, I'm afraid I get raped. I ain't getting no goddamn shower. And I was like, all right, well, that's your problem. Don't nobody want to rape your skinny ass no way. I see Twiggy. He wouldn't go to the bathroom. This nigga would pee in cans and cups and shit. And I'd be like, Twiggy, take your ass in the bathroom, nigga. At least had the respect to t take a piss in the bathroom. Be like, I ain't going to the bathroom. I'd be like, why not? He'd be like, I'm afraid to get raped. And people well, start taking offense to this shit because then nobody want to fuck with Twiggy. And I'm, I'm about to get you caught up. I'm about to get you caught up. But he obsessed so much about getting raped. I looked at this nigga one day and I was like, damn, this motherfucker look old as fuck. Twiggy, why you looking like a Mexican Benjamin Button? The nigga said, I can't sleep. I said, why you can't sleep? He said, because I'm afraid I get raped. 
And I was like, man, you know what? I didn't know whether to take him under my wing or distance myself from him because the shit was getting kind of offensive that he thought the niggas was off in there just raping niggas. But he obsessed about the idea of getting raped. What do you think happened to Tweety? Did he get raped? I was actually the first one to fuck him, too. But the point is... Wow. But no, the point is, he obsessed about it until it happened. You see what I'm saying? You see, you, you, you get the point? And the little nigga was sick for weeks. I thought I got him pregnant. But, but, but the wow, point is, is that consciously or subconsciously, we are all obsessing about something. You heard me? Uh, I don't know if we can be joking about rape right now. Uh, should, I, sh should I do a... Should we just get rid of that? No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, Tijuana, if it happened, you, it happened. Well, I think that we're in an era where, like, the sensitivities around rape is just... I think it's, it's, it's uncouth. I don't think it's cool. So, so we, might need to, we might need to switch up the program a little bit. Well, I mean, it, we, we all know it's not cool, but I mean, if, it, if you and Twiggy had relations, I mean, it happened. Oh, no, we still talk. We cool. We cool now. You know what I'm saying? But the point so is, is that... So do you... Does that make you... Let me ask you something. When you sleep with another man in prison, once you get out, do you consider yourself bisexual now? If you didn't do it before? Let's just call low down what it is. It's incarceration orientation, okay? Them is facts, okay? Now, you... What? You, what? Uh, uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I think it's important because the reason I don't go to jail and I don't commit crimes is because of that reason. I think I would be a Twiggy. Yeah. I don't well, want to get violated by another man. That's why I don't commit no crimes. Well... Well, look, you, just so you know, you don't need bars to be in prison, motherfucker, okay? That's the first thing I want to tell you. And uh, <laughs> you ain't got to be in prison to be violated, okay? These is facts, Yeah, but I think, okay? I think your chances are increased greatly because you don't have anywhere to go. You're just stuck in the same area with the same dudes. Let me ask you a question. Where can you go? Where can you go? How do you escape your mind? Help me understand it. I'm, I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm listening. Don't worry about me. I'm listening. Go ahead. It's not my mind, but I live in a gated community. I, I, I have a lock on my front door. I, my wife's there. Uh, oh. So I don't obsess about getting violated by another man because there's not another man in my house. Okay. You don't obsess about another man being in your house, but you live in a gated community. What's the gate for? To keep the, well, to keep criminals out. Sounds like an obsession to me. Anyway, so look, I'm just from the YGLT like community. You heard me? That's the you gonna learn today community. And today, I'm finna help you understand, like I said, consciously or subconsciously, you obsessing about something. And hopefully, it's productive rather than counterproductive. That's all. You know what I'm saying? You resistant to the lessons, I can't help you. You know what I'm saying? But you still haven't told me why you've been locked up. Oh, I, I, look. Uh, the gas prices have went up, you know what I'm saying? And a nigga got busted siphoning some gas from a motherfucking school bus, and the shit was really like a little misdemeanor, but I was smoking a cigarette, which endangered the lives of the kids that was on the bus, and so it ended up becoming a felony. Act of terrorism. What state was that? Oh, uh, that was in the state of Florida, Broward County. Is that where you're from? Yeah, Hollywood, Florida, yeah. And now, is your bi let me ask you this: Is your biological name Tijuana, or is that like your street hood name? I'm gonna tell you the truth. A lot of people be laughing about this shit. Let this shit sink in. My mama wanted a girl, right? Cause she had my sister. She had Sharia, 
And then she wanted another girl, but then she had a boy, but she still named me Tawana. The minute I saw my nuts hang, you know what I'm saying? I got in that mirror and saw how them nuts hang. I went ahead and switched that shit up to Tijuana. You heard me? But originally it so, was Tijuana. Tijuana. Tawana Jackson. So your real name is Tawana Jackson. No, no. Like I said, I'm a man. I dictate my own name. Just like Malcolm X. His name is Malcolm X. And Muhammad Ali's name is Muhammad Ali. Was, it was cash. My it name was is Tijuana Jackson. And I'd be damned if a white boy, of all boys, tell me different. I mean, you seem very obsessed with race. I've been, I've been accused, listen, I've been accused of that myself, Tijuana. I do a lot of race jokes in my act. But it seems like we've been talking for 10 minutes and you've brought up me being white 17 times. Well, look, we are, well, look, we are living in a time where I don't think that a lot of white folks are actually aware of the liberties that they've taken in the art of communication. They're just, they're just simple, simple liberties that you take on a day-to-day. For instance, challenging a black man on what he told you his name was. I, I what, asked. What, 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 what gives you the license to do that? I'm going to tell you what gives you the license to do that. <laughs> you white. You probably know the warden. Huh? Huh? I don't you know. probably know I the warden. Know huh? prison you were she, in. Prob she probably let you sing the national anthem at the rodeo, huh? The prison rodeo, huh? I don't like rodeo. So you want her good side. So you get off like that. You don't know you got that privilege, but it's there. Okay, now how do you, let me ask you this. How do you feel, I don't agree with half the stuff you've said so far, but how do you feel about the Black Lives Matter movement? About the what? The BLM, the Black Lives Matter movement. What do you mean, how do I feel about it? How you, I'm asking you, I'm not assuming, I'm not accusing, I'm asking how do you feel about it? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. I don't like the fact that people call it a movement. It's a fact. It's not a movement, it's a fucking fact. It's a fact. It's a fact that a lot of motherfuckers deny. They deny, but it's a fact. And whether or not America wants to come to terms with it, black lives matter in every essence of the phrase. And so for me, I believe that like anything, when you are pioneering and demanding respect against an institution that has been set up systemically to disenfranchise others as a means of advancement for self, oh, you going down swinging. You don't expect these white boys to just roll over and sing Kumbaya, nah. They going down swinging. Why you think they, why you think they infiltrating law enforcement? What the fuck you think they doing that for, huh? Why you think that, during the civil rights movement, one of the first orders issued to the KKK was to infiltrate law enforcement. Huh? Why do why, why you think that Homeland Security, the FBI, and countless motherfucking intelligence agencies have reported to the government, to the fucking government, that white supremacists have infiltrated law enforcement and the government ain't done shit? Why you think? Because... I don't, I they, don't know. Because they... Because they covertly getting y'all white boys to do their dirty work. That's why. That's why. Because secretly, they all want to get rid of niggas. I'm going to tell you something right now. And you're and you going to know this for a fact. You're going to know this for a fact. Everybody hate niggas. 
Everybody hate niggas until until niggas is famous. Everybody. They all hate I, niggas until niggas is famous. No, I you don't. don't. And and you don't. No, no, it's true. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be real. I'm I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you, Mr. Owens. I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you. You want these white boys that they would gladly trade out, trade out for some of these sellout motherfuckers. You want these white boys, they would gladly trade out. I've been traded a few times. I, I, I ain't gonna front. I, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. Me and, my, me and my ex, we went ahead and got your special on Showtime. We laughed. You know what I'm saying? That got us turned. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's how I first. That's how I first breached that vagina, was because. You know what I'm saying? You, you made us laugh, but you made us appreciate the idea of family. And, you know, so I'm going to give you credit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't give it up to a whole lot of white boys because a lot of y'all be tripping when y'all be in the joint and then y'all come outside and act brand new on a motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. What you saying? Now, what do you say to, let's say, older white men that stay on social media and they act like, uh, you know, hey, if you don't resist the rest... There wouldn't be a problem if you was a black guy. Well, of course. I see a lot well, of white guys posting that on Facebook. Well, I'm glad we're talking about the disparities now. So let, 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 let's cover that conversation. Why are we talking about older white men? Here's something that a lot of folks don't realize, that there are a lot of retired and they're off-duty and active-duty police officers, both extremely active online hate groups being extremely vocal, facing absolutely no consequence whatsoever, okay? So that's the first thing I'm going to say, is that you have active-duty police officers in joining online hate groups to, to regurgitate that racist noise, and they face absolutely no consequence whatsoever. And then you got motherfuckers just coming into the thing and saying, if you didn't break the law and if you didn't do this, if you didn't do this. This is the misconception that these motherfuckers has got. If from the 1800s, you, no matter how much money you made, no matter how much potential you had, were forced to live in what's considered by uh, the government, and this is government policy I'm talking about now. I'm not making shit up. This is government policy. If this was not government policy, there would have been no need for the Fair Housing Act. All an act is is a bill, a proposal that eventually becomes a law. You heard me? So there would be no need for the Fair Housing Act if what I'm about to say was a motherfucking lie. And the facts is, simple facts, is that as a minority or immigrant, you forced to live in what's considered a high-risk community, you heard me? And you are, by being forced to live in this high-risk community, your kids are denied a certain le level of education, the quality of food is compromised, the possibilities for employment is null. Because now you got to commute, you got to commute out the high-risk community and you gotta tread into these white neighborhoods to go into the suburbs to attempt to apply for a job in one of the factories or warehouses that surround the suburbs. So the likelihood of employment is lower. As a result of that, you make less money. So now, you make less money, but because of your naivete and these, uh, and these racist ass real estate agents, you heard me, these motherfuckers, this is what they do. They charge you more due to your naivete, so you paying two times the value of a motherfucking house. That's why back in the day, whenever a black person was able to breach or find their way into a white neighborhood, the property value actually went up because they sold the house to that motherfucker for twice what they sell it to the white folks for. So now you living in you living in these designated communities, you heard me? And these designated communities, okay, you're being charged more, but you can't, but you're making much less. So what do you do? 
You invite family in to live with you so you can split the bill up, you heard me? So now a community meant to service water, sanitation, sewage to a community of 3,000 is servicing that to a community of 6,000. But it don't stop there. So now you call yourself over-policing these high-risk communities, so you're extracting one out of four, one out of four black men are being extracted from these communities. You heard me? One out of four. Now you have males being extracted from the community. Now that's lessening your chances of being able to keep up with your rent or your mortgage, what have you. People don't understand this. This is, this is government policy, okay? This ain't no hearsay, this is government policy. This can be written, it's documented. You can find these, you can, you can, you can wiki this, you can Wikipedia this shit, okay? Now, hear, hear what I'm about to say. If you are a child living in that environment, you are three to five times more likely to join a gang, okay? So when you look at the violence, when you look at the crime that is occurring, let's just be real, 80% of the crime in the United States of America is attributed to gangs. 80%, okay? And then 46% of the violent crime in America is also attributed to gangs. The violence that you are seeing is business. Sometimes you have to murder someone to be initiated into a gang. Sometimes you are fighting over territory. There are so many reasons that homicide occurs between gangs. So the murders that we're seeing, which are senseless, which occur quite frequently in any, uh, in any disenfranchised community, they say black-on-black -black crime, but it's all crime, my nigga. It's just all crime. It's what it is. What they don't understand is, is this is a byproduct of the systemic positioning, the geographic limitations in which black people were allowed to live. So when a motherfucker tell me, don't do a crime, you won't go to jail, riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> riddle a nigga this. Why is it that when the police officers went on strike in New York, crime went down 60%? Hmm. I didn't know that. <clears throat> of course okay. you didn't know that. Of course you didn't know that. Because CNN ain't going to report it. CNN don't want to talk about what... They don't want to talk about what's really going on. Let, let, I'm going to give you another one for you right now while we're on the topic of CNN, constant nonsense news, okay? While we there, let me explain something to you about that. Look up Amber Lyons. Look up. She real, okay? That's another white folk that's down for the cause. She busted CNN. She went all the way to Bahrain, discovered that the reports that we were receiving here in the United States of America about Bahrain, changes of regime, change of regime, we got all these reports saying it was a smooth transition when, in fact, what they was doing was they was over there holding the protesters at gunpoint and keeping them in areas that, that, were, that, that the, the press was restricted from. So we weren't even getting the motherfucking facts. You heard me? They weren't even getting facts. You know what I'm saying? That's like coming to the motherfucking jail and they don't take you to the yard. Nigga, what kind of shit is that? So now they got the motherfucking protesters at gunpoint at bay and they shoot them and then they shoot the doctors for treating them. And then they found out that she was over there filming that shit. She come back. I don't know where she stashed the chip, but they couldn't find it because believe me, they strip searched her ass when she got to the airport. These are facts. Ain't, no, ain't making up shit. She came back started to report the story, and CNN told her that she couldn't report it. The truth of the matter was, they was going to dock her for her res... that they were going to force her to resign, and she was going to lose all her benefits if she reported the story. And you know what the truth was? Is that this bullshit that they was telling us was sponsored news. It was sponsored content. The Bahrainian government was paying CNN to tell a lie.
And that's what a lot mm. of this shit is. And y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all niggas ain't ready. Y'all scared to get blackballed and shit. Nigga, you already blackballed, nigga. Well, let, okay. You went really deep. Nigga, that, that ain't that's... deep. Nigga, I'm scratching surfaces, nigga. I'm <laughs> this scratching sniff, nigga. <laughs> you want to dig up some treasures, nigga? Try me. <laughs> nigga, when it's game time, the plane stops. You heard me? When it's game time, the plane stops. I'm trying to figure, I'm still trying to figure that one out. You know, white guilt is a big word being tossed around now. Um, what do you say to those people that be like, I don't have white guilt. I've never done anything to anybody. But they still don't really associate with black people, but they say they don't have white guilt at all. And then if Listen, they say people keep bringing it up. Look, man, look, I'm going to be real speaking. Look, okay, I'm speaking for this nigga right here. I don't need you to have white guilt. I don't think white guilt is necessary. I don't need you to have white guilt, okay? If you are an anti-racist, meaning if you are against the institution of racism, you know what I need? <laughs> I need white dollars, uh-huh. I need white resources, uh-huh. I want y'all to contribute all them cousins you got in the court system. <laughs> I want y'all to contribute all the connections you got in finance. I want to see, see the coalition of investors working to dismantle racism. Don't worry about the guilt. Guilt don't pay bills. Guilt don't educate children. Fuck your guilt, nigga. Give me your fucking resources. Mm. Got it. So is this no, what we can expect from your movie, Tijuana Jackson, more of this type of conversation? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm going to be real. I got, look, I'm going to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a little heavy on this one. You know what I'm saying? The movies, are, the, the movies, are, the documentary is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I'm depicting this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not explaining it. I'm giving you the foundation. So I've learned that when you, when, when you put on a movie, if you really want to get a message across, you can't come off as like, you can't be in the movie all, you know what I'm saying, preaching and shit, you know what I'm saying, going in on niggas because motherfuckers be wanting to take offense and shit. So you can't do that, you know what I'm saying? So what you do is you get the meat, you know what I'm saying? You say, okay, this is the meat, right? Okay, I got the meat. But what you really do is you just want to shave off the edges with a little extra salt on them and feed them that, you heard me? And let that inspire them to go deep down into the meat because what they don't realize is while they're eating that meat and the meat tastes good, before that meat came a kill real nigga mm. shit. And so a lot of folks want to enjoy the meat, but they don't really want to come to terms with the kill. So mm. what I learned is I'm like, here go the burger. And hoping that the burger gonna lead them, you heard me? That's gonna lead them to identifying the kill. Mm. That's where I'm at. That's real nigga right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah. you know, man, one thing that stood out to me, like the Asian and the unemployment line, is that you got a lot of folks telling you, if you're a Republican, that the Republicans is racist. And they telling you, well, Democrats didn't want to free the slaves. And so both arguments are saying you should discredit either party, okay, for their involvement in racism, okay? But I got an answer for all that shit. White people created white supremacy. Uh-huh. In the United States of America, and possibly all over the world, right? And so as a result of that, if we go based on the discrediting theories that we've been hearing about Republicans and Democrats, let's take it one step further. And white supremacy created the two-party system. 
You heard me? Mm-hmm. Now, if that don't stand out to you like the nigga sitting in the front of a police car, I don't know what else to fucking tell you. But what level of enslavement, mental enslavement, have you subscribed to when you were willing to play along with the shit? Hmm. Oh. Man, I oh. see. Oh, wow. Now, Listen to that. Yeah. I mean, it's really deep. I've seen some promos for your movie. I'm looking forward to it. Now... Do you ever get um, intimidated? Because I know you know Michael Ealy by his attractiveness and your lack of attractiveness. Well, first off, we all have our features. Have you seen my full frontal scene? I, you have a full you frontal scene in this movie? You gonna see it soon. And don't get me wrong, it's nice to have pretty eyes, okay? I'll tell you what, you know what I'm saying? When you see that nigga hanging that lower third kneecap, you let me know what you think about Michael Ealy. <laughs> Michael Ealy. <laughs> that's the light-skinned one, huh? Yeah. Ealy from, like, The Intruder and Barbershop. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. It's nice to have pretty eyes. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you get a feast. You got, like a, you got like a Kevin Hart between your legs. ha. <laughs> Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? It ain't up for me to call it, you know what I'm saying? Wow. It ain't up for me to call it. But if you want to well, talk to some of my exes, <laughs> if you want to talk to some of my exes. <laughs> anyway, look, um, while we on the topic, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I want to get into uh, another little discussion before we, you know what I'm saying, before we segue into some of the more uh, fun shit. I'm, I, I'm grateful to have had a movie made about me because it's very rare that, you know what I'm saying, you find a nigga special enough. But I've also learned, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is I got between my thighs, whatever it is I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, it's like, I've learned in prison that you can't toot your own horn. You know what I'm saying? Because if niggas see you doing that, they're going to want you to toot their horn too. You hear me? So I like to let other motherfuckers tell it. You hear me? Right. Well, I didn't know. I mean, you just, I didn't inquire. I didn't ask how big your thing was. You just volunteered the information. So I don't want. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You asked. I did not. I you just did. asked you. No, you did. I asked you about Michael Ealy being way more attractive than you. You, by, I guess, your lack of self-esteem about oh. your own features, wanted to say, hey, I have a big penis. Okay, so, so okay, so you, I just want to be clear. <laughs> you live in the gated community. I got the lack of self-esteem. So let, let me get this right. Okay, I did everything in my power to get out of a gated community. <laughs> and you, a free man, and choose to live inside a gated community. <laughs> and I got the low self-esteem. <laughs> Woo! Hey, man, hey, let me tell you, man, this, this, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying about the conditioning that I'm trying to speak on. Is, is that, I, listen, I'm sure Denzel Washington lives in a gated community. Hey, look, hey, man, are you sure? I, I assume. Another example is that this is the problem with us, particularly in this country. Help me understand this. How does one confidently assume? How do you confidently assume? Why is it that we, as Americans, are so comfortable confidently assuming? You're not just going to drive up to Denzel Washington's house. But nigga, hey, look, you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, this okay. I know, I know Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade live in a gated community. I know that. I'm going to keep it 100. I've been over there. It ain't gated. 
It ain't gated. Yes, it it's got a little. It's got a little security thing to come down. But it ain't gated. Nigga ain't got to no. climb no fence to get it's in there. It's got the I security thing comes down, but then when you get to their house, there's a gate. It's to keep the dogs in, nigga. That's to keep the dogs in, okay? That's not why they got the community. The community ain't gated. I've been there. I take my kids there, show them all the nice big houses. You know what I'm saying? Show them how we made it, black folks. Yeah, uh, okay. Okay. I don't know where. See, no, no, I think, no, I think that's what's happening, Mr. Owen. I think that what's happening is, I think that you are now second guessing what you regard low self esteem. I think you are now second guessing what you interpret as safety. Because I'm going to tell you what, you got that gated community, uh huh, but you can still get that virus, huh? You still got to worry about that Rona, huh? What's huh? in the air? Okay, oh, it's in the air. So the gate can't keep out the Rona, huh? But you safe keep, behind. It's, it's in the air. You uh, can't keep out air. Okay, but you think you safer than me, huh? <laughs> okay. I'm talking about from getting. I'm talking about from getting violated by a man. Let me ask. I'm safer oh, than you in prison. Oh, so you have an obsession about being violated by a man too? So you like? So you basically an older twiggy? No, I'm just saying, I don't go to jail. I don't commit crimes because. I don't want to increase my chances of getting violated by a man. I think that you have a huge misconception that somehow that you need to violate or, cre or, or, or commit a crime in order to be incarcerated. And I also think that you are under this, this, this preconceived notion that you need bars to be in prison, neither of which is true. Oh, Jesus. I mean, you I... ain't seen the protest. It's not illegal to protest. It is not illegal to protest. Look how many niggas went to jail for that, huh? You know, much, you, know, you know how much money they have to put into the bail fund to bail folks out? Ain't nobody committing no crimes. You see mm -hmm. what's going on right now in Portland? Huh? They beating and, and, and gassing niggas for nothing and putting them in jail for nothing. Stop mm -hmm. perpetuating this, 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 this false narrative that a nigga got to do something to go to jail. I'm not trying to push a false narrative. You I'm are not, but I'm trying to explain to you, I'm trying to explain to you the liberties that you have been afforded due to your naivete. That's what I'm trying to help you understand. Look, man, I understand the fact that you got a black wife, you got black kids, you're doing something for the community, you make my, you make my family laugh. I love you for that, you know what I'm saying? Laughter is healing. I love you for that, you know what I'm saying? But look, let's be real. Let's be real, okay? The truth of the matter is, you're missing a major part of the narrative. Okay? The major part of this whole narrative is that there are liberties that you and people of your class, not necessarily of your color, but people of your class are allowed to take and then buy into. But what you are actually doing is confidently assuming. You heard me? Real nigga shit. I'm, I, I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to be against you, man. It's your podcast. You gave a nigga an opportunity yeah. to be on your platform. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to go against you. You know what I'm saying? But we, you know, I'm from the YGLT community, fam. You gonna learn today. Hurt me. <laughs> yeah. Real nigga shit. Hey, man, now, I, um, I'm not gonna disagree with you on that last point you made. Yeah. Look, Just hey, sitting look. here listening, and I think that's the problem with a lot of interviews. Everyone gets their agendas across. So I'll be the first to admit, you're right. I am, I assumed. So I apologize for that. This is all I'm saying. And I think it's big of you to apologize. I think that apologies are great, okay? I think that, you know, the best apology is a change in behavior. 
You understand? So, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully moving forward while you're doing your little podcast show and you're talking to your friends, I think it's important. If y'all have a question, stop. Stop. Research it. It ain't put some, it ain't put a keyboard away. And don't be trusting, don't be trusting the behemoths of search engines. There's alternative search engines that actually give you less altered results. And I think that you are entitled to use those less altered results to research facts. Hmm. Simple as that. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be talking about conspiracy theories. Like they, <laughs> conspiracy theories, like they've, they've confirmed the existing narrative of history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all a conspiracy theory, nigga, because we don't know. Because the truth of the matter is, is that the white supremacists wrote the history books. It's conspiracy theory, too. I'm not going to dispute that. That's for sure. I know that everything was written in the Constitution. And our founding fathers, was, it was written for white men. Was it written for women? It wasn't written for black people to succeed. It was white men. Exactly. And so what you got to do, man, we, as we, as a people, we is anti-racist. And I, listen, man, look, man, I ain't going to lie. I think I got a little hang up with white folks. I do. I don't want to because I know it's some of them out there that's really down for the cause, going hard like Draymond Green in the paint, you know what I'm saying? But some of these white folks, you know what I'm saying, they on TikTok and shit, but these motherfuckers still sitting in that Chick-fil-A drive-thru. You got to do more than quote history to make history hurting. Mm. It's one thing to get fired up, okay? But if you don't ignite, you just a dud. You just a dud. And we passed the kumbayas. We passed the sermons, okay? It's all action steps. You speak with action steps. That's one thing life has confirmed, is that we need to speak with action steps if we plan to make any progress in any aspect of life. You heard me? Mm. And so is, the, is your white friend willing to disrupt his ecosystem, huh? Is willing to become the shark, is willing to become the rebel, Okay, within his ecosystem to hold folks accountable and further the cause of black mm. equity and equality. Hmm. That's the question. And so, yeah, niggas are saying I'm getting deep. Well, nigga, that's right. I go deep like giraffe pussy. Nigga, that's what I'm here for. Wow. Okay? That's really deep. It's very uh, deep. And you, got, and you got to climb up to mount that shit, too. Trust me, homie. Yeah, I've been to the so, zoo. That's tall. Trust me. But, hey, so, Tijuana, yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I want everyone, July 31st, on all platforms, download whatever you got to do to find Tijuana Jackson and watch the movie. You're going to laugh, but you're going to learn. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's the whole thing that I actually, I kind of learned from you. You know what I'm saying? I think that you've actually really helped bridge the gap in that way. I want to give you some props. Uh, Mr. Owens, I think it's amazing how, real talk, I think it's amazing how through your stories and through your depictions, your BET show, how you've actually shown, you know what I'm saying, black and white harmony, you heard me, how when it really boils down to it, it boils down to family values, you know what I'm saying, and wanting the best for your folks. And it, the truth is, we all make our own tribes, you heard me, and you've made a tribe, you've honored your tribe, you're good to your tribe. And uh, I believe that you are benefiting from the fruits of your labor, not just your physical labor, but your psychological labor, your mental, emotional labor. And, and, and I, I, think that, I, I think that really counts for something. You know what I'm saying? So please, you know, I, I ain't going to lie. I slip up sometimes. I get mad at you. And I'm getting mad at you for some shit that some other white boy did, Aryan Nation motherfucker. Got me tossed in the hole. 
And the nigga was just doing county time. You heard me? And so I take it out on you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to be real. I'm apologize to you, too. Because the truth is, I find you doing a lot more helping than hurting. So everybody that's listening to this, please, man, get some props to Gary Owens. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Follow the nigga on Instagram. Real nigga shit. Well, I, uh, I appreciate the kind words, Tijuana. I, I hope the movie's a great success. And I just hope you all the best, and I hope you find happiness. I just hope you keep doing you. Let me, let me, let me just hit you with one more cat moistening mind bender. And folks, if you listen, I'm dropping these diamond crusted epiphanies left and right. I need to go on and scoop them up, heard me? But I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say something, okay? Look. We got all these politicians. This, this, this asking for your vote, motherfuckers wearing kinta cloth and shit, okay? Why don't we get these motherfuckers to gentrify the prisons? Huh? Because what they don't understand is, is when they gentrify these communities, in order to get these white folks to feel comfortable moving into these underserved communities, what they do? They double up on the police force. What they do is they over-police the community to make white folks feel most safe. More niggas end up going to jail, losing their house, and white folks end up moving in. How about this? How about this? You looking for a place to live? Gentrify the fucking prisons. Real nigga shit. Tijuana Jackson, life coach with a goon hand. You want the truth? I'm the truth. Follow a nigga on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Fuck that. Follow me on the pep. Go to peprequest.com and get you a motherfucking, get you a request an invite if you want real shit. We don't water down shit. We gonna stick around shit. That brown shit. Okay? We ain't fucking with these clown shit. Another shit. All these cockroach niggas, you can always count on them to show up and embarrass your ass. Wow. All right. Well, Tijuana, uh, take care, buddy, and I'll see you when I see you. That's what's up. All right, man. Bye. That's what's up.